Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Big question being asked at the moment. Will the BRICS summit move to China to prevent Putin's arrest? South Africa certainly finds itself in a position where it has to seek an alternative country to host this year's BRICS summit. This is seen as a means of solving Pretoria's quandary about Russian President Vladimir Putin entering the country to attend the summit. Well, joining us on the line now, just to unpack this and just to delve a bit deeper into it and you know, get extract something out of what precisely is transpiring around this question at the moment. Peter Fabricius, uh, independent journalist and analyst on foreign policy issues, joins us on the line. Peter, very good afternoon to you, and thank you for joining us. Sure. Welcome once again, and thanks once again for joining us. So as I've mentioned, South Africa finding itself within this, uh, dealing with this conundrum of uh, the BRICS summit and uh, Putin's uh, st- status, uh, well, this warrant of arrest that he's uh, facing from the ICC. Mm. I don't know. Well, things have transpired since yesterday. Things have really uh, escalated in a way. I, I don't know if I should just open it up to you and ask you, what have you stumbled across so far regarding the situation? Yeah, look, I mean, what, what I'd heard before was that, you know, this interministerial committee that Paul Masatila heads was going to discuss the permutations of perhaps moving it or holding the summit mm-hmm. online or whatever. Right. Uh, on, on, you know, on Monday, and that it would be making some recommendation to the uh, cabinet to discuss um, yesterday. Sure. But uh, what, what, what is, and, and what subsequently materialized is that um, the minister in the presidency, Mbutso Chaveni, uh, gave her regular briefing on the cabinet outcome today, and uh, she, she didn't have a definite answer on that. I mean, she said mm. that the uh, you know, once the interministerial committee has finished deliberating, uh, then um, one should hear. So it sounds sure. to me like there could be a bit of an issue in there about um, how, how to resolve this, you know. Indeed, uh, it, it seems to have arrived. Uh, we're dealing with some, uh, a situation that is somewhat speculative at this point in time. But something that I'm really curious about, I'm sure many uh, of our listeners are, is, well, August is not exactly in the in the distance. It's around the corner, the way time flies this day, given also uh, the, the, that that aspect. So can this be done at uh, such short notice, given logistics and preparations already in place? Can it be moved? Well, can, well, the, the, yes, can it be moved? The yeah. thing is, will, will South yeah, Africa... Look, I mean, not, not easily, I don't think, because yes. uh, so, so much has been done in the way of, you know, logistics, I guess, for the summit. Exactly. On the other hand, the other, the other thing that they haven't got very much time to do is to try to seek a kind of legal remedy for um, avoiding any con- legal consequences if they do allow Putin to attend. So either way, they, they're facing a, a quite a serious... Um, Dilemma, you know. Indeed. And, uh, and I'm honestly not quite sure how. I mean, I, there seemed to be quite a, a strong push when I spoke to officials about this a few days ago to to move it to China. And what is quite interesting is that one thing that uh, Minister Chaveni did reveal is that President Ramaphosa is speaking to the, the Chinese president, Xi mm-hmm. Jinping, this week on the phone. Okay. He's also going to speak to the other two BRICS leaders, uh, you know, the, the Indian Prime Minister and Narendra. Right. Party, as well as the uh, Brazilian president Lula da Silva, but the priority seems to be to speak to um, to speak to Xi Jinping. Sure. So that does kind of raise the question: is, is that what is going to be discussed? You know, mm-hmm. Peter, the possibility of moving it to China, which is sure. what you know, one of the proposals that was definitely on the table. Uh-huh. Peter, something that was bandied about in recent uh, press reports, looking at the issue of diplomatic immunity. Now, how does this work in conjunction with an ICC arrest warrant? Yeah. What, do we, what is the difference? What, how could that be played out? 
Give them yeah, the same know, pass. Um, the, the Rome Statute, which is the the, 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 the treaty that governs the, the ICC, is, is, is quite a, a complex instrument. On the one hand, it's very, very clear mm-hmm. up front that no one, not even a sitting head of state, uh, enjoys um, automatic immunity from the ICC. On the other hand, right. it has the strange Article 98, which suggests that in order to arrest somebody, you know, like a head of state, the ICC would need, first of all, to get the permission of that person's government. And, you know, there are conditions and qualifications and mm. so on, but mm. on the face of it, it's a bit contradictory, you know. It, it does. Article 27, which says that no one enjoys immunity. So um, so that is, is something which South Africa tried to to exploit when um, Omar al-Bashir, the Sudanese president, came here in 2015, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's something that they've been investigating again. But but A it's not clear if it'll work and B it's 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 even less clear if there's time before the sure. the summit, the BRIC summit. <laughs> Partly because our own legislation called the ICT Implementation Act mm-hmm. is also very explicit and more so actually than the Rome Statute as I understand it, that there is no immunity for a sitting head of state. Sitting sure. head of state. So sure. that act would have to be amended apart from getting clearance from the right. ICC itself in The Hague. Right. And, I mean, is there time? Most people think not. It's like two and a half months or something. Mm-hmm. Off. Indeed, Peter. And also, I mean, look, despite what is going on, um, looking at the, you know, the vulnerability of the RAND and the, we've got the IMF and yeah. you've got all these bodies, you know, watching everything with a beady eye, despite such an intended move, South Africa still is aligned to Russia through BRICS. The stigma remains. Yeah, that's right. So some people even said, look, even if we could find a mm. legal loophole in time, yes. you know, to have Putin here would be, you know, politically and, and, and perhaps economically disastrous. I mean, what is driving this, this move to, to um, try and hold the summit elsewhere? I think in, in quite large part of that re- report which the Reserve Bank produced last week, which said that you know, if the U.S. were to introduce secondary sanctions, it would have catastrophic, was the word they used, Indeed, um, consequences yeah. for the economy. Indeed. Peter, yeah, so I guess at this stage uh, we don't have anything concrete to go on. We, it's just a wait and see as to exactly what's going to transpire. As you mentioned, uh, the president will be engaging with the various, uh, well, the, the, the BRICS uh, leadership to you yeah. know, like decide where we are heading and what direction we are taking with this issue. Peter, yeah, um, thanks for joining us. I guess, yeah, we, we can't really unpack anything more. It's a wait and see and let's just see what transpires and just yeah. hope that and that something happens which will not be too detrimental to uh, the country's economical stance and its foreign yeah. relations, etc., etc. Peter Fabricus, thanks again once for joining us, independent journalist and analyst on foreign policy issues. What did you make of that?